Welcome to a Heal Me Too podcast extra. This is Hope Singson, the artist, creativity researcher, activist, and founder of the festival and podcast. And I'm excited to share two moving and powerful performance excerpts. Do You Want Me to Stop? An excerpt from Love Letters to Nobody, created and performed by Maybe Burke, originally presented on thefemaleplaywrightproject.com. Sound design by Natalie Johnsonius Newbert. Apologies for any mispronunciation. Second, you'll hear the gorgeous On the Train to Nowhere in Particular and Other Poetry by Ian Fields Stewart, originally performed at the Musical Theatre Factory. You'll find the audio-video presentation of Do You Want Me to Stop that we shared at the Heal Me Too Festival, plus the live video of Ian's performance of On the Train by visiting the detail page for this episode at bit.ly slash hm2pod009. That's bit.ly forward slash hm2pod009. While you're there, just click the video link in the main menu to watch other videos from the festival as well. A note to listeners, Do You Want Me to Stop includes some frank description of sex and a teen sexual assault. Though not really detailed, we encourage you to practice self-care and take a break or skip ahead anytime you need. We used to talk all the time. You comforted me in the worst way through my worst pains. I still can't tell if you made them better or worse, but you got me through them. The fucked up part is that now I can't feel pain without feeling you. I can't go through something without going to you. My body won't let me feel anything without remembering you. I can't stop. Do you want me to stop? That first time... I was, what, 14? You were not. I'd called Alyssa because I was upset, and she brought you because she was too young to drive herself. Too young. I was too young. Somewhere during the conversation, she got lost in her own world, and you got lost in me. You fell down the back of my pants with her standing right there. Do you want me to stop? I pulled down my shirt to block your hand. You took that as me covering it up. You took my rejection as an invite. She stood there entranced in her story while you felt me up like some prize pig. My body reacted. I couldn't help it. I had never experienced that stimulation before. Do you want me to stop? You came back after driving her home. Okay, fine. I wanted you to come back. Okay, fine. I was horny. The most despicable case of sexual desire I've ever experienced in my life. I told you to come back because I was angry and wanted to yell at you. I really wanted you to finish what you had started. I was curious. I was intrigued. You started this. I was young and impressionable and fragile and you took advantage. Do you want me to stop? I lost so many firsts to you and what do I have to show for it? Therapy and a lack of trust. An inability to make love without breaking down crying. The weirdest sense of sexual frustration when I'm sad because all my body wants is for you to make it better. Or worse. The last time we- Do you want me to stop? I was at Applebee's with Alyssa. I had just started dating Lance, but he was out of town for the weekend. That night, I decided that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with Lance. After dinner, I drove Alyssa home, and I don't really remember what happened next. Do you want me to stop? The next thing I can remember is you ripping off my pants in your back seat. 
I realize I'm falling in love for the first time and wind up falling into the same shame spiral I did when I was lonely. I don't get it. I love him, but I tainted that with you. You tainted me for him. Do you want me you to stop? You destroyed me. You made me who I am today, and for that I will never forgive you. Do you want me you to stop? You stole my innocence, my youth, and my sex drive. Do you drive. want me to stop? You will never know the pain you've put me through. The strain you've put on every relationship I'll ever hold. The nights I lie in bed sobbing, because feeling horny is equivalent to feeling guilty. Do you the want me to stop? The nights I spend with lands, but I can't let him touch my legs, because you did. He isn't allowed to spank me because you did. He can't ask me if I like it because you did. He can't be with me because you were. He can't love me because I'm broken. Do you want me to stop? You never asked if I wanted you to start. Do you want me to stop? No. On the train to nowhere in particular, I am sometimes seated in the back, in a car labeled forgotten. You are unforgettable. Who could forget you? Say the happy white people whose eyes trace the curves of my body, sketching the blueprint of the ever-growing ladder they build between their freedom of their peace of mind and my freedom of life. I have watched them construct my exoticism. They place me at the center of their circles and beg me to speak my truth. Henry, come here, you have to hear this. It's so crazy. Go on, say it again, just like you did. <laughs> on the train to nowhere in particular, I am sometimes seated near the back in a car labeled fragile, handle at your own risk. I'll be praying for you. So what is all this about? I watch my melanin siblings stand at the perimeter of my existence, gazing in. I feel their fear of my not-a-boy-not-yet-a-woman vulnerability. We are a people of kings and queens, but the royalty that lies in between and beyond, we are the Achilles' heel, the weak spot. Despite our resilience, despite the way our bodies spin the dial of history, we have cocooned and fly with wings of our own making, but our wings are not of a man and a woman, so how could we possibly move our people forward? I mean, we all know freedom needs a mother and a father, right? <laughs> On the train to nowhere in particular, I am sometimes seated with my beloved, close to the back, in a car labeled disposable. In the fairy tale of my life, I have played the rescued, the rescuer, the funny friend, and the one who would see happily ever or after. I have kissed my beloved so she would know I would never leave, and wept as I watched him walk away, only to be replaced by their loving embrace. The cycle by which we pass through love and into ourselves is crafted on the precipice of, do you take me to be your lawfully wedded? To which I respond, I take no one, lawful or unlawful. I just want you to let me love you, and love me back in turn. You'll never hear what they said. I don't remember it myself. No one thought it was worth writing down. On the train to nowhere in particular, I am always seated in a car labeled, shut up, stand down, be grateful, don't question, obey. You're too sensitive, you're too extra. You aren't really one of us, you make us look bad. Give them a chance to understand, I tolerate you. Teach me, I know better, I read it in a book. You've been awfully quiet, would you mind changing your tone? Last one picked, first one blamed, be yourself, be a man. 
On the train to nowhere in particular, I have never felt like anyone in particular. Here on hallowed ground where now we stand, a black trans woman picked up a brick and broke a glass ceiling that white gay men reassembled in their own stained glass image. I guess when you exist at the intersection of a black queer femme and othered body, even stone walls can't protect you. Here on hallowed ground where now we stand, we have taken communion. Upon this holy ground, our blood has been spilt in the name of the father who never saw us, the son who was never freed from her cage, and the spirit of giving that included us too late. We were pushed to the shadows and found glory in our hole in the wall. They cut off our heads, leaving our torsos and an app in which to find love, and we did. We found love in a hopeless place to the tune of a beat, even as fingers curled around triggers faster than tongues could curl around ours. Presente! But love won, and gun control now, and it gets better. Because you couldn't then, and you won't now see us as you step over our bodies on the way to Congress. My siblings, may we never forget that here on hallowed ground where now we stand, their names must always be said. Honors given must be earned, liberation taken must be for all, and our politics must always prioritize us. It's been a long, long time coming, but I know a change gonna come. Oh, yes, it will. I never said I would offer you my truth in a suit and tie. I offer my truth because the way your eyes scrape the surface of my being has conditioned me for this struggle. Do not mistake resilience for acceptance. I never said I would offer you my truth in soft tones. My truth is wild and exuberant. It attacks sensibilities and leaves even me exhausted. When I lay out the contents of my being piece by piece and you consume it without thought, or enjoy it without provocation, you are missing out. When I change my tone for you, or make it easy for you to understand, be very clear, you are missing out, not me. I have tasted my life in large bites. I have left pieces of my joy, my rage, my grief, and my innovation smeared across the corners of my lips. I have dipped my fingers into the center of my journey and brought up diamonds. When I offer you my truth, do not send me back the same thing I've received time and time again. Give me wild, exuberant truth. Give me truth that stains the teeth and burns the eyes and cuts the lips and ravages the soul. Or just eat your gluten-free, fat-free, no-calorie, no-sodium wafer. <laughs> Binge on the familiar, and purge imagination. Leave no child behind and say it gets better. And watch nothing change at all. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Follow us on social media. We are at Heal Me Too Fest. 
You'll hear it first when every new episode drops, including a podcast excerpt of Maybe Burke's performance at the festival, plus our next full episode, featuring Maybe and four other artists from the festival's Self-Slash-Worth variety show of short works, talking about the gifts and challenges of working intersectionally to change and heal the culture. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts or visit healme2podcast.com.